The one seated on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And since his passion and his glorious resurrection, his ascension into glory and the creation of all things new, he has indeed given those many gifts through his saints and his prophets and the mighty works and miracles he has done. And so on these last two weekends of May, I wish to speak to you of one of the Lord's greatest works in the New Age, the appearances of his Most Holy Mother to the three seers at Fatima. And so today I will talk about a basic narrative of the events at Fatima, and next Sunday I will talk about the message of Fatima. In that context, this greatest message which God has given through his mother to our age, we have since put ourselves in a contextual mind. In the spring of 1916, being mindful that the nation of Spain is in civil war, all of Europe is in the throes of the First World War that will bring an end to the old order of the colonial powers. Communism has arisen and seized the nation of Russia and become the persecutions there. And the little nation of Portugal, a little out-of-the-way shepherd town called Fatima, in the spring of 1916, these three children, Lucia and her cousins Francisco and Jacinta, Lucia being the oldest at ten and a half years old, are out tending the small flock held by their family, when in the spring an angel appears to them and teaches them how to pray in adoration of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. In the summertime, the angel appears again and teaches them how they must adore Jesus Christ in the Blessed Eucharist. And in the winter, the angel appears a third time and exhorts them to prepare themselves by accepting the hard things and making sacrifices in their life. And so they do the best that they can. Their parents become somewhat surprised. They become more cheerful and polite and more pious and prayerful. When May of 1917 rolls around, they are out doing their work, tending their sheep. After lunch, they try to find some shade and say the rosary together. When for the first time, Our Lady appears to them, beautiful and in glory, lets her know that she is from heaven, and asks them to come back to that place once a month on the 13th uh, day of six consecutive months. When they return home, you might expect they're a little bit excited, but wanting to keep things simple, so they tell their parents. Francisco and Jacinta's parents, especially their father, is quiet and reserved, doesn't get too harsh with them, but keeps it to themselves. Lucia's family, especially her mother, becomes completely enraged, accuses her of nonsense and light and foolishness, disciplines her quite severely, and tells most of the town what a crazy person her daughter is. So that when the next 13th of June rolls around, there is some difficulty, but nonetheless the children doing their chores go out. Our Lady appears to them again on the 13th and tells them they must pray the rosary every day and they should learn how to read. When they return, of course, Lucia's mother is not pleased about this and calls in the parish priest to talk with them. And the parish priest, who is known to be a bit of a stern man, counsels them to be wary that this is not something from the devil. 
being good, pious children that they are, they are quite concerned about this and do not want to be tricked by the devil. So when the next month rolls around, they are very, very nervous to attend. Nonetheless, on the morning of July 13th, they go out. They're accompanied by a small group. Of course, word has gotten out, and everyone gets pretty jacked up when someone says the Virgin Mary's appearing in town. That's the way to get things excited, even more so than a bunch of uh, classic cars might do. In this moment, gathered with a small group, the children are given the great prophecies of Fatima, which I will speak of in detail next week. These powerful visions and exhortations, and the promise that in the month of October a great miracle will be worked. This, of course, is what the children make known, not the prophecies, but Our Lady will work a miracle to prove these things are real, and thus the mild chaos begins. Like a wise parish priest, the pastor has not gone out there one single time. He gets it from all sides, from the parishioners who believe and the parishioners who don't, and he simply holds fast. But the civil power, the governor of Fatima at that time, was extraordinarily opposed to the church and to religion and wanted to stamp this out immediately. Such wise that he first arrested the children's parents and then let them go, caused various difficulties for the parish priest. And on the morning of August the 13th, sends a car to pick up the children under a little disingenuousness, saying that he will take them there. But he does not. Takes them into the neighboring city where he interrogates them, threatens torture. All kinds of things erupt. It resolves itself when he calls the parish priest. And on the next morning of the 14th of August, the children are returned safely to the church rectory in Fatima. But Our Lady remains faithful in appearing unlooked for on the 19th of August, encouraging the children to pray. In September, Our Lady comes once again for the first time, there are priests that come to Fatima, and for the first time, someone other than the children has a vision, not of Our Lady, but some hundreds of people saw the cloud on which Our Lady came and rest above the oak tree there, encouraging them to pray. Leading, of course, to the greatest miracle worked. On the 13th of October, 1917, roughly 10,000 people were gathered in Fatima, and most fortuitously, a huge number of atheists and non-believers, especially non-believers from the press, were there to see a miracle fail and destroy religion once and for all. It was raining quite heavily on that morning, and all went out in their umbrellas and their parkas. Shortly before noon, Lucia encouraged everyone that here Our Lady came, take down your umbrellas. They put their umbrellas down out of respect, getting rained on. A lady appeared to them, told them to say the rosary, do penance for sinners, and stop offending God, who is very much offended. Then Our, Lordy, Our Lady turned to the sun. The clouds immediately broke open, and the rain stopped, and then the miracle of sun was witnessed by all. The sun began to spin like a pinwheel in the sky and appeared to crash down to earth. People cried out, confessing their sins openly, running up to the priests who were there, and just as it seemed like the sun was going to crash into the earth, it stopped and took its place in the sky. 
The ground was instantaneously dried, everyone's clothes was instantaneously dried, and there was a universal attestation. Every non-believer there converted. There are newspaper articles you can see to this day from people who were there attesting to the miracle of the sun. Not only that, the National Observatory of Portugal was about two miles across the ridge there. They witnessed the miracle of the sun even though they had no interest in the event. The validation of the message of Fatima and the grace and power for our own age. Simply to make the sermon somewhat timely, I give you one last miracle. August 6, 1945. You may or may not remember that date. It is the date the United States Air Force dropped the first atomic bomb on the city of Hiroshima in Japan. That morning, eight blocks from ground zero of that bomb was a small house of Jesuit priests who got up to say their morning masses before dawn, prayed the rosary, and sat down from breakfast. A bright light flashed around them and they were knocked off their table. When they opened the door, they found the city in devastation all around them. This house and these six priests were eight blocks away from the center of where the bomb dropped. Their house was not destroyed. They were not killed or injured. They never suffered radiation poisoning. They all died as old men. You can go to Hiroshima and see that house now. When asked, what happened? How is this possible? The superior said, I know only this. We strove every day to the best of our ability to live the message of Fatima. And so I encourage you to look it up. If you're looking for a good resource, you can go just Google the Blue Army and you'll find online some very easy things about Fatima. Be encouraged by this and the great gift. Say the rosary with simplicity and faith. Be faithful to your vocation and offer up sufferings and hardships for conversions and glory. He has made all things new. And this is the pathway, for by many trials, Paul exhorted them, will we save our souls and come to that deep love by which all will know we are sons and daughters of the Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.